This episode is brought to you by the book Stuttering is Cool, a guide to stuttering in a fast-talking world, written and illustrated by me, Daniele Rossi. Part comic book, part text, it's full of tips to, well, stuttering in a fast-talking world. Available only at stutteringiscool.com. Hi there, welcome to another episode of Stuttering is Cool. I'm your host, Danny, coming to you from still a very cold Toronto. <laughs> However, at the time of this recording, spring has finally sprung. Thank goodness, it's been a brutal winter. Not, not as brutal for my friends and listeners. Uh, living in Boston. Man, you guys got walloped big time. Stay strong, stay strong. Spring has sprung. Summer is around the corner. Uh, to the very least, I am telling my, myself that. So, <laughs> In any case, on today's episode, it's all about resilience. Um, uh, for the last, I don't know, maybe month, month or so, I've been really getting a lot into the idea of building uh, resilience. Uh, it all it all uh, started uh, sometime last year or the year before, where I was really big into reading on mental tough, tough, toughness. Um, you know about um, withstanding pain. You know specifically in uh, the gym, and then also lightly reading or um, expanding. You know the reading into mental toughness in everyday life. Then I sort of left it for a long time. And then this week, just this week, I was listening to an an excellent episode of the Art of Manliness podcast where uh, the host interviewed the author of a book that I'm about to talk about. Uh, the author is Eric, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Greetens or Greitens. And he is, well, uh, he started out as a humanitarian at like at the age of 20, um, working in refugee camps. Then he joined, I think it was in his later 20s, he joined the, um, uh, the U.S. military, became a Navy SEAL. And well, he wrote a book, he wrote a book called Resilience uh, with a subtitle, of hard-won wisdom for living a better life and and long story short uh, the book is his letters that he wrote to a friend a fellow navy seal who was going through a very hard time in in his life um you know in, in including jail time he had come back from uh, fighting a war in 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 afghanistan um you know his you know he tried to run a business it failed uh, and then one thing after another went into alcoholism, um, you know, and also has been plagued by PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder. So one day, uh, as the author recounts in the beginning paragraph, uh, beginning chapter, that he receives a phone call from his friend asking, you know, for um, help. So um, the author, Eric, started to write or or, or the, the two of them began this back and forth uh, l- letter writing um, where Eric would encourage his friend to build resilience and to take action and such. So um, I highly recommend this book. I immediately <laughs> bought the book because the, ep- the episode was that fantastic. And 
you know, I'm going through some hard times as well right now, or just um, a challenge in resilience, you know, building up the resilience. And um, for those of you who have listened to my previous episodes, I have taken up, um, I, I'm t- taking an improv course, and that is majorly out of my comfort zone. And it's uncanny. It, um, I didn't realize how far outside of my comfort zone I was actually put it, putting myself in until I took the class. Like every class was something brand new that really shattered <laughs> my nerves. Well, I mean, I'm being uh, dramatic, uh, dramatic, but I mean, I don't mean to. Um, I just, I just, just wanted to say that. Um, I'm just trying to get across that it was well out of my comfort zone. It was a harsh lesson or a very valuable lesson because I thought, yeah, you know, I've done public speaking. Yeah, I've done or during coffee at a restaurant. I mean, what more do I need? I've done the disclosing of the stuttering. But um, as I've described in previous episodes, I didn't have a chance to disclose my stuttering at you know, the first day of class, and really, I never had a chance at all. <laughs> so it made uh, performing from the top of my head and performing improv skits and sketches um, quite a chance because you're doing it in front of the class. So we're maybe in a class of twenty people. We begin with twenty people, and as a as you know, as the weeks go by, people start dropping. But you know, about we're about maybe ten by the end of the day, of the term, and. And I remember I was just like wondering what's going on with me. Like, how come I'm so afraid to speak in these classes? And so um, chatting with my uh, friend who also took the course, uh, I don't recall if I talked about this in my previous episode. So apologies if I did. Um, yeah, we would just have conversations about, you know, you got to have confidence in yourself. You got to start, you know, self-doubting. So for a good three months (laughs) i've been going through a lot of reflection on uh, why do i have so much self-doubt i mean i thought i was doing fine with you know public speaking and you know ordering coffee etc etc until i realized oh those are all different speaking situations like sure i can build the resilience which i have in ordering coffee for example in a coffee shop, but it's not the same resilience as, say, performing a skit in front of everybody where, you know, they did not stutter. Then it also led me down another path, which I believe I did talk about this in my last episode about, do I rely on disclosing my stuttering um, to gain approval from strangers versus just telling them that I, that I, uh, that I stutter? There's a fine line between the two stuttering in front of a stranger is is no big deal really i I mean i mean that's the way that i talk that's the way that i I talk telling them oh i just stutter it's no big deal it doesn't really bother me that's perfectly fine and and i've always talked about they even mention it in my book and but more and more i've realized during the last three months you know i'm disclosing a little too quickly <laughs> and i realize you know we you know like this is this is all part of the whole mindfulness which is a new term that's being thrown around lately um you know in my reflection I'm going you know what i'm trying to 
take the approval of these baristas, which is something that I wrote against in my book saying, don't worry about the waiter. <laughs> don't worry about the people in the service industry. They're there to serve you coffee. So I totally fell off the wagon on that one. And Eric mentions that in the book. It's, in fact, one of the very first things that you read in the Inside Flap where it says, you cannot bounce back from hardship. Oh, wait, sorry. Uh, that's not the one. Um, <laughs> sorry. Well, I mean, I already started reading it, so I might as well say it again. You can only move through it. There is a path through pain to wisdom, through suffering to, to strength, through fear to courage, if we have the virtue of resilience. So that's pretty much the spirit of the book. And what I wanted to read was a quote, which I thought that was in the in um, the book there, in the flap, was that um, there is no, okay, I built up resilience, now I'm fine. Now I built up courage, I can be courageous in any situation, any given situation, any time. That doesn't exist. And and he explains in his book um, how, sorry, I'm mixing up my sentences, what I wanted to say, and that's what I, I mean, he explains that in his book, but I experienced that, you know. Yeah, I built up the courage and the resilience in ordering coffee, but going, taking uh, an improv class, uh, was a whole new lesson. A whole, no, I started from zero. Okay, now I'm building resilience in um, performing in front of everybody where I didn't tell them that I stutter. Do they even need to know that I, that I stutter? Which also led me to another path of a reflection. Now, you're probably hearing a bunch of squeaks. Like, see, now that I'm talking about it, now it doesn't make it. <laughs> Like this type of squeak there. That's my chair. It's squeaking. Sorry for the distractions. Um, speaking of distractions, I left. I lost my train. My train of thought. Uh, what was I talking about? Oh, oh, right, right. The other path of reflection. I mean, is that even a term? Path of reflection. Just stuttering openly, and not being concerned about anyone's reactions. You know, it's funny how much you can write about it and say, you know, try not to let that get in your way when you don't realize it has been getting in my way. <laughs> and the only way that I was able to see that was putting myself in those situations. And that's what uh, the book Resilience talks about. Now, I wrote down some quotes from the book that I wanted to share. Um, and I wanted to read them to you. And all this comes from the first chapter. <laughs> it's that good of a book. I just finished reading the second chapter this afternoon. Okay, so first quote. Everyone has a place where they encounter fear, where they struggle, struggle <laughs> suffer, and face hardship. We all have battles to fight, and it's often in these battles that we are most alive. It's on the front lines of our lives that we earn wisdom create joy, forge friendships, discover happiness, find love, and do purposeful work. If you want to win any meaningful kind of victory, you'll have to fight for it. So um, in, so to provide some context, uh, he used the term front lines, as in the battle front line, to, uh, well, denote a battle. You know, everyone has their battle, whether you're battling PTSD or you're battling stuttering or, we'll take my case, um, stuttering in front of everybody continuously without explaining. 
uh, stuttering when that was what I was used to doing. So it's a new comfort zone, a new experience where I'm not explaining stuttering, where I felt comfortable. And then I guess I grow, I've grown too comfortable or too reliant on, on that. I'm not saying that it's that it's wrong to disclose. I'm saying I went down a different tangent path with the disclosing. I uh, it you know it became a crutch, you know, and it wasn't until and as I mentioned in the previous episode with my friend Mark, where he just stutters. Oh, actually, no, I oh yeah, yeah, we were talking about how I just stutter open, how he how I noticed how he stutters openly, um, and never explains his stutter just continues carries on and I gave that a try um, along with not disclosing my stirring when for example ordering coffee so now I'm back in my familiar comfort zone and I just stutter away and I don't explain it and it felt good <laughs> it felt good it was scary but it felt good so it, this paragraph is explaining that and so for example where he says you know, if you want to earn wisdom, create joy, forge friendships. I forged some friendships in the improv class. And even without having to go back into my comfort zone, I was able to still forge friendships. And that was the only way I was able to do it was doing the improv, the improv class. And of course, there were other benefits to taking an improv course. Another quote here is, Resilience is a virtue that enables people to move through hardship and become better. So that's pretty much the spirit of my book. Like you got to put yourself in these comfort zones or outside of these comfort zones uh, if you want to live a happier life. I guess uh, I guess for me, my own personal journey is first do the disclosing as you order your coffee. And then after a while, you know, I guess I assessed, you know, I mean, it's different for everybody. And I said, you know what, now it's time for me to not disclose. Just my own pers pers personal thing. You know, now, of course, if they start to laugh or something, I'll just, I mean, a friend of mine, he just wouldn't even disclose. He'll just continue looking back saying, did I say something funny? <laughs> Which is probably a better reaction. Uh, for me, I'll, I'll probably disclose maybe because that's my nature, but it wouldn't be to gain approval, which is now no longer what I do. And no... I'm hoping that I'm working towards that or I mean it hasn't happened since to be honest. Another quote, human beings can turn hardship into wisdom because we are born with the capacity for resilience and we can make ourselves more resilient through practice. Exactly what I what I just described, you know, you keep doing it over and over and over and you'll actually no I didn't really describe that. Um it's kind of like uh, the more that I practice ordering food without disclosing, having to feel that I needed to disclose my stuttering, um, the more comfortable that I became. You know, now that I've started the second improv level course, um, I'm feeling better. You know, last class was our third class. Uh, and, you know, there was a little bit of that worriedness, oh, no, I'm going to stutter in front of everybody. But the rest of the class and even the class before that, I was like, whatever, stutter like a boss openly, who cares? It, it was a great feeling. I mean, that's what resilience is. Let me see. There's a, a final quote, and this came from actually the second chapter. To master a skill, to build an enterprise, to pursue any worthy endeavor, simply to live a good life. 
requires that we confront pain, hardship, and fear. What is the difference between those who are defeated by hardship and those who are sharpened by it? Between those who are broken by pain and those who are made wiser by it? So you could see that even though I've fallen off the wagon a bit, I learned from it. I, I wanted to learn from it. I chose to learn from it and gain that wisdom or just become a better person. And that's and that's the spirit of this podcast and my book that I'm just encouraging you to not let your stuttering get you down and you will fall just just like I did you will fail and you just got to accept it you know there's nothing wrong with failure there's nothing wrong with falling off the wagon nothing at all wrong with say, being sick and tired of your stuttering one day, and you're like, I don't want to talk to anybody. We all need to, you know, retreat back into our, um, you know, cave, our solitude, reflect, you know, hopefully reflect and learn from experience and then bounce back full of vigor and all renewed, which is something that I do automatically. I'm always, I'm, I'm a very introspective person, and I think... I think it shows through this episode <laughs> that I am. So even those of us who 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 wrote a book and a comic book <laughs> about stuttering can fall off the wagon. I mean, we're only human. Now, I'm going to give you another link. That's Blinkist.com. I just said another link. I didn't even give you a link before. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to place the uh, that link that I meant to give you is uh, a link to to buy to more information about the book resilience i'm going to have it in the show notes look for this episode which is what 180 i think and let me see what was i going to say now yeah the other episode uh, the other link is blinkist.com it's a website where you could read all sorts of nonfiction novels that are bestsellers and all that in 15 minutes yes they take um, just the main takeaway, the main points of these books, and they condense it down to a very easy to read, very easy digestible, uh, about about fifty minutes. Um, so I signed up for for a free trial. It only lasts three days, though. <laughs> so I read as much as I could. There were a lot of titles on there, fantastic titles, and I read a bunch of books um, about failure, about the benefits of failure. And how, you know, we shouldn't look at failure as a bad thing. We should look at it as a learning opportunity, a great learning opportunity. Now, having heard that episode with the interview with Eric Greitens and, you know, uh, anticipatingly anticipating the, <laughs> the arrival of my copy of his book in the mail, this was a natural subject area for me to to read. So there were a couple of books, a couple of books that I read. And you know what I should have prepared? I had meant to uh, read to you the list of the titles because I think they're great books that will be great for someone who stutters to read, just like I did. So if you just hold on a second while I wait for my very slow computer to load the page. In the meantime, it's Blinkist. B L I N K I S T dot com. And I'll and again I'll have the link in the show notes and I'll let you and I'm just waiting for it to load. So these are the books that I read. And 
they all pretty much said the same thing. <laughs> so which was great because it reinforced the message in my brain that, uh, for example, using real world examples, Starbucks, very successful coffee chain Starbucks. Did you know it went through a lot of failures beforehand? Uh, the owner actually had approached Starbucks, I guess in the early 80s it was, if I remember correctly, uh, say, I would love to become your VP of whatever. I have all of these ideas, great ideas. And they said, no, sorry, sir. Come on, come on, come on. And he, and he was persistent. And he said, no, 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 no. So he opened up his own coffee shop called Il Giornale, which is Italian for uh, the newspaper. And he wanted to run an Italian shop. And but business didn't go well because his menu was all in Italian. <laughs> so he changed it to English and then business boom. So have so not having failed, he wouldn't have learned. Or 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 rather, if he hadn't learned from the failure and took action to correct it, so he stuck by his business idea, then he wouldn't have experienced the uh, the uh, success. There's another story. Uh, you know Kentucky Fried Chicken, now called KFC? Apparently the owner, the founder, went through life one failure after another. Failed, like could, couldn't get a job or any business failure, whatever. Uh, at the age of 65, finally, <laughs> he came up with a fried chicken recipe and he shopped it. Then Kentucky Fried Chicken was born. Oh, and for the back to the Starbucks guy. Actually, I think it was a Starbucks guy. Um, well, somebody uh, went through. I think it was two hundred fifty venture capitalists to try and get money funding to open up his own shop, and two hundred seventeen turned him flat down. No, <laughs> like sorry, we're not even uh, interested. Interested? Click, and then the rest he was speaking to them, and you know they they gave him a chance. Okay, so the so the um. Uh, stories, the books is um, <laughs> put your heart into it. That's the story of uh, Starbucks, the happiness advantage, which is a book on the origins of happiness and the positive effects that happens on our productivity. I'm actually reading. <laughs> so it's all about changing perspective. And that that's what I'm learning through the resilience book and all these other books about about embracing or learning from failure. It's all about perspective. Pers Perspective. Uh, the upside of down. Uh, steal like an artist. No, that has nothing to do with the failure. Uh, fail fast, fail often, and that's all. So I'll have these all in the show notes, including the link to Blinkist, so you can take a look and you know sign up for for a free three day trial. There's the phone, and uh, yeah, take a read. I love this topic <laughs> so much. Um, let me see. Was there another topic I need to talk about? No, I think that's all. And I'm glad the phone stopped ringing. So I think it's time that I shut up right now. And thank you for listening. <laughs> and don't forget my book, which is now available on Google Play and in the iBook Store. Uh, again, details, stutteringschool.com. Uh, yeah, so until then, you know, please do send in some audio. I'd love to hear your feedback. Send it at coolstutter at gmail.com and I'll play it on my next episode. And definitely, definitely check out the book Resilience. I love this book. And even though I've only read two chapters, fantastic book. Uh, so until then, may you be strong 
in mind, <laughs> body and spirit. Ciao.